Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. What's up, guys? It's... I can't do math. Eight, nine days? New Year's Eve? New Year's Day? New Year's resolutions? I'm coming to you live today to talk to you about your thoughts. Because I've been reading. No, I haven't. I've been listening. You know what? That's actually a good start. You don't have to read books to learn. You can read articles on your phone. You could, um, there's like PubMed. You could read studies of things. You could read uh, uh, scientific journals. You can learn. You can grow without having to read. And I listened to a lot of podcasts. One of the podcasts I was listening about was talking about the brain. And I just remember thinking the other day that I need to spend, we all need to spend more time, well, first of all, we need to figure out what the fuck we're actually interested in learning. But whatever you're interested in learning, you need to figure out how you can learn more about it. One of the things I like learning about is the brain. And uh, one of the things that I've been focusing on lately is the idea that we're not really consciously aware of our thoughts at all. You don't think about what you think about. So for our New Year's resolution, one of the things I'm not really fond, hold on here, Bella is in the worst spot for this whole setup. And I just had to get on and start rolling. Bella, yeah, I just ran over your ear, girl. You gotta look out, Mar. My goodness. If you don't know what you're thinking about, if you just go on about your day constantly, then you will end up being the older person, 40, 50, 60, who didn't really get to where they wanted to go, maybe didn't accomplish goals, maybe didn't get the life they want. So I'm not really doing New Year's resolutions too much anymore in the sense that I have all these big goals. Um, Because for me, um, I've accomplished a lot of those little goals that you would normally want to do. But those goals... And the statistics behind New Year's resolutions are generally you're going to do something to try to change everything about yourself. And it doesn't matter if it's make more money, lose a bunch of weight, be a better insert spouse, father, whatever. You aren't statistically likely to follow through with it. And it's because you think that, we think that, we all think that. Um, we can like suddenly January one is this new leaf turned over and we're not the same people anymore in the same thought processes, which couldn't be further from the truth, right? I mean, you have a birthday and you, uh, you age technically a year older on your birthday, but do you actually feel any different at all? Maybe you ladies do because of the connotation around age, but you didn't technically age on that minute. I was born at like 11.28 a.m. 11.28 a.m. or some shit. And that does, if, if that time hits, I don't feel, I don't feel older. So when January 1 strikes at 12.01, your thought process, because you're generally out drunk anyway, 
doesn't change. It doesn't change in the morning. It doesn't change on January 2. It doesn't change on change on February 1. It doesn't change three weeks in when you fall off the wagon. In fact, it gets more reinforced when you fall off the wagon. And a lot of you, one of the things that you're not conscious about is the fact that you don't follow through with shit. And you say you're going to do all these things. And then you don't do it. But like, let's be real. Does it really negatively impact you? Well, you know, maybe your kids see you or maybe you tell your um, your girlfriend or your, or your husband, hey, I'm going to do this and you don't do it. And they maybe they don't think any less of you because they don't really care if you follow through with losing 15 pounds like you said you're going to do. They don't care if you make more money because um, that's probably not impacting them too much. But the one person you're truly fucking over that you don't realize because you don't think about what you think about is yourself. And when you say you're going to do these things, when you set these New Year's resolutions, when you don't think about what you're thinking about, you set these big goals like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, if you say you're going to do something, your brain is saying, all right, all right, chief, let's get it. Let's go. And then you don't accomplish it or you don't follow through with it or you don't you get it started, but you don't do it fully through. You know, most people quit within the first three to four weeks of a New Year's, a New Year's resolution that, that uh, is a weight loss goal. Why? Well, that's because the same person did the same thing the year before, the year before, the year before, and you've always not followed through with yourself. So then you can get down to the fact that like, uh, well, I'm always trying to lose weight. Well, that's actually worse than just being happy probably with where you're at. Because if you didn't always try to lose weight, you wouldn't be constantly lying to yourself. You know, you get to a point in life where you haven't accomplished all of these things you said you were going to. And if you're a big talker, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And you don't do any of that. You lose massive, if not all, self-respect for yourself. So then, you know, let's say you're 40 and you're like, I'm going to lose a bunch of weight this year. But you've been saying it the last 10 years. Deep down in your subconscious, it's laughing at you, saying, <laughs> yeah, 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 we're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to lose 30 pounds, just like 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015. You lose all self-respect for yourself when you set these New Year's resolutions because you're not, you're not trying to change. You're just trying to accomplish something. And let's say you do lose 30 pounds, okay? And... Did you did you think about what happens when you lose the 30 pounds? How do you feel? What 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 kind of life are you living now? Are you living the same way? Are you doing the same job? Do you feel more confident, more comfortable with yourself? Or did you lose 30 pounds? Because, well, that's just it. This is what you do is lose 30 pounds. This is the stuff that we need to think about. You're not thinking about what you think about. You're not making strategic moves based off of where you want to be. I was just explaining this to my roommate yesterday. You you have to aim at a target because most of us are like chickens with our head cut off. You're running. You're running and you're aiming at nothing and you're just running in circles until you wake up at 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 and you go, shit, I didn't really do anything. I said I was going to do all this stuff. I didn't accomplish anything. I didn't go, you know, how many motherfuckers do you know that go, oh, I'm going to travel? Yeah, I love traveling. And I'm going to travel. But that person hasn't really left the state. Has never really gone anywhere. You know, my favorite is when I, <laughs> when I ask somebody, and sometimes I'm a dick like this. 
because I will say it dickishly. But oh, you love traveling? Awesome, awesome. Uh, when's the last time you traveled? And the person who says they really love traveling generally is like, um, I don't know, like ten, five or ten years ago. So how do you love something you don't do? You love the idea of traveling. You like to look at Instagram and see people traveling. But you've never thought about the fact why you say something so audacious. And then you don't think about the fact that you don't travel. You don't love traveling because you don't travel. You don't want to lose weight because you're not trying to lose weight. You don't follow through with anything because you don't think about what you're thinking about. You're just like, oh, I'm in this scenario, and this is the next best move. Well, why is it the next best move? Well, it's going to take me to this option, which is going to lead to potentially those options, and that's going to get me closer to kind of where I want to be here in a year or three years or five years. Most of you go, well, I'm in the scenario I'm in, so I get to I get to make the choices that I get to make. Always make the always take the option that gives you the most options, and that requires you looking forward a little bit and thinking about what you're thinking about. So for our New Year's resolution, let's not make these stupid fucking huge. I'm gonna lose fifty pounds. I'm gonna change my whole goddamn world. I'm going to do two things. Because the podcast I was listening to also talked about one thing that we have over all other animals that does separate us, which is something we're all very bad about. Well, not all of us. Quite a few of us are very bad. I'm really bad about it. Is a paying... We have the ability to pay attention. We have, a, we have the ability to be in a situation in a given time frame, and there can be an actual outcome between... Two people. I don't know. It was just fucking wild how we explained this shit. But what we need to do is we need to do less and we need to think about what we're thinking about. Because we don't pay attention. And that's because we, well, that's because both of those things. We do more and we don't think about what we think about. But the human being has the ability to pay attention. Most of us don't. Because most of us are paying so much attention to all the either a all of the things going wrongly in our lives or b futurizing which is what i do um where i'll be not necessarily a better life or a happier life but i just i'm always caught up and i'm going to make more money i'm going to do this here's where i'm going to be in a year there should be a fine balance you have to balance the short term and the long term thinking but you can't do either of those if you don't know what the fuck you're thinking about on a constant basis one of these things i was explaining to my roommate he used to be in finance, and one of the guys um, that made it big and became um, probably by now a mega millionaire, um, he, his biggest issue was he felt confident. He felt like he could talk to people, but he had a very – he was very socially anxious and had all these issues when he was, when he was um, trying to be personable, and he was in a personability business. You have to be talking to people. So he said one of his biggest um, changes – was he goes, okay, well, I have all of these negative connotations I'm realizing in my head, these negative thought processes that he would just catch glimpses of where he'd say something negative himself. Ah, oh, you didn't say that right. Uh, you shouldn't be talking because you stuttered right there or whatever. And he goes, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention to all these negative fucking thoughts that I'm saying to myself that I don't realize that I'm saying to myself. And what he found was throughout the course of each day, he did it for like, I want to say three days, five days a week. 
And he had hundreds of tallies per day, hundreds when he would make these remarks, these negative, what he considered negative connotations on himself. And he had hundreds of marks every single day. So what that should tell you is you have thousands of thoughts a day, thousands. I don't know. I feel like I've read a certain amount. I feel like I've, I've, seen, I've seen some stats on that, but I'm not 100% sure what to pull out of my ass right now. So I'm going to say you have 10,000 thoughts in a day. If even 60% of those are negative, even if 40% of those are negative, even if 10% of those are negative, don't you think that's going to have an impact on your mood? Now, I'm sure you can't get it to zero. But let's say you have 1,000 thoughts a day and you... I'm not saying you have to do this because I didn't do this either. I just try to pay more attention to what I'm thinking about and how, especially when you get decent at it, in the moment you can kind of catch yourself and that's how you start changing. But let's say you went from a thousand thoughts a day and 500 of them were negative because that's just half. That's just half. So let's say you're a pretty neutral mood type of person. Well, what if you could get those negative uh, mean a little nasty comments and, and it doesn't have to be like well i don't i don't talk bad about myself well you probably judge people in your head you probably make nasty comments in your head um you probably say things in your head that you shouldn't that whether you understand it or not if you're thinking it all the time it's it has to be manipulating your reality because your perspective is your reality and your perspective is what you think and what you think is so goddamn important that let's say you went from 500 of those negative thoughts out of the 1,000 thoughts a day to, to 250. So you cut that in half. Wouldn't you be more of a – you probably would describe yourself after a while. I'm not really a neutral person. I'm kind of happier more often than not actually. Well, why? You know, people – when I was uh, – several years ago, I used to always tell people I lived in my own world. Lived in my own world. People, and you know, all the older people hated it. You can't do that forever. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to live in my own world in this sense that they didn't get. And the sense was that you're always fucking happy. You're always chipper. You're always yippee, skippy doo da day. And you're always moving along excited. And well, one of those things is I, I found that talking to myself and making myself feel good talking to myself in good ways, seeing the world in positive ways, when it's hard even, focusing on that over a few years, you start to just have more of a positive outlook. My base outlook is generally positive. If I don't focus on it every day, it's going to go backwards. But that's because I think about what I think about. I'm learning a shit ton about this, by the way, in my relationship. Uh, men, I think we have an issue with that. I'm sure women do too, but I feel like men are more of that, um, that independent, stubborn, egotistical type of brain. You know, for me, one of my biggest issues that I try to get over all the time is Nicole telling me what to do. Because I think as a man at 30, I feel like I should be able to govern every single thing I do. And then I get mad. And then I have to sit there and go, well, what, what am I thinking about that's getting me in this kerfluffle? Why am I so upset? Bella, will you get out of here? Jesus Christ, woman. 
what's getting me my panties in a bunch about all this? And unfortunately, most of us don't step back in any of these types of scenarios to realize, are we, are we making, are we having the right thoughts? Can we manipulate those thoughts? Neuroplasticity is real. You can change, you can change the the person you are over time, which is why I am so, so, so big about what you're listening to, um, who you're hanging out with. This is why you've heard this phrase. If what you think if what you think about isn't important, then this phrase wouldn't exist. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, some of you have never heard that before. I want this to sink in because this is incredibly true. And some of you probably won't believe this because some of y'all need to drop somebody in your life and you don't want to because they're a charity case and you they make you feel good because you're better than them in the sense that you have your life a little more together. But you are the five. You are the average of the five people you're around. What the fuck does that mean? That means you ha- you will have the average lifestyle. So if four out of the five people in the group are smokers, there is a an astoundingly higher percentage that that other fifth person, and I've never smoked like a cigarette in my entire life, will become a smoker. Not to say that they will, but it's much more likely. Um, if four people make forty grand a year, it's it's not necessarily likely that that fifth person is going to be a millionaire that that fifth person's pro if they're hanging out all the time with those other four people is probably going to make around 40 grand a year you're going to make around the same income you're going to have around the same kind of thought processes if the if the three or four people in the group are really negative and you're really positive you bet your fucking ass over a short amount of time you are not going to be as positive anymore because everything around you and in your thoughts is perception and perspective and perspective directly builds your reality none of this is real i was telling my roommate last night i have always chased i didn't say it like this but i've always chased a guy i've always chased myself 10 5 and 10 years from now and 10 years ago i would have shit a fucking brick if i could have seen how i was living now the business I'm running is super fucking fun and cool. The home I'm in that we rent is very expensive and really big compared to what I would have thought I'd be in 10 years ago. And the interesting thing about why I was telling you this is I said I brought all this to reality by thinking about all this. And I didn't think I would live in this house. I didn't think that I would have the girl I have. I didn't think that I would have Bella specifically. But I said I saw in my head the lifestyle I wanted. I wanted a golden retriever. I wanted a beautiful, amazing girl. And I wanted a nice life. And over the last 10 years, thinking about what I'm thinking about has somehow in some way my per- skewed my perception and my perspective to build a reality that was the outcome of this. This was the outcome of that reality. And it's because I was thinking about what I'm thinking about. Now, the other step to this is, is most of us can't slow down enough to think about what we're thinking about. And that's why step two of our New Year's resolutions, you're in this now. You're in this. Fuck your weight loss goals. Fuck fuck all your making more money goals. You're going to hit all your goals if you just do these two things. So you're doing my resolution. New Year's resolution, the be fit way, right? We're going to start thinking about what we're thinking about, number one. And number two, how to get that done, how to activate that process is 
Our new motto for 2022, which was my motto that I failed on in 2021. But I didn't really fail. I shouldn't say I failed. I didn't fail at all. I made more progress because I had to because it was conscious. It was conscious throughout the whole year. Less is more. Let me say it louder for the people in the back of the car that didn't hear it because your front speakers are the only ones working. Less is more. Well, how does that make any sense? Because we, in every aspect of our lives, if you want to make more money, you feel like you have to work way harder. If you want to lose a bunch of weight, you feel like you have to put way more time, focus, and energy into everything else. You want to be better at anything, you feel like it's more, 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 more absolute hyper fixation, focus, nothing else matters till I hit that unobtainable goal. And that's our problem. Less alcohol, less food, less time spent in our own head overthinking, less time worrying about shit that's not real, less time trying to fill our brains with things to do. That's one of my my issues is I always feel like, I think it's because I was an only child that I always have to focus on what I want to do. And one thing that's that's is so fucking hard for me that I'm just really trying to get a grasp on is life is not all about what I want to do. And I'm always racking my brain with what's next, what's next. I'm done with this. Even if I'm hanging out with my fiance, like, okay, what, what am I doing though? What am I doing though? And it's like last night was one of the first times where for quite a while I just sat there. And if someone made a suggestion about doing something, I was like, okay. But normally I'm always making the suggestions and it's generally towards what I want to do. And it was just it was peaceful. I wasn't in my own head thinking about, okay, I got to fill this time. I got to fill this time. Less thinking about it gave me more ability to just be present minded. I felt a little more less stressed, a little more relieved um, because I didn't have to sit there and rack my, my mind with constant thinking. Less is more. How do people come up with great ideas? Why does everything seem to come to you in the shower? Because you're not busy trying to figure out your entire life. Less is more. In 2022, we are going to constantly think less is more. And you know what's going to fucking happen to you? Your life's going to skyrocket. You're going to lose weight because you're not even going to think about it. You're not going to think about, oh, don't eat that donut after the burger because you said you were going to lose 30 pounds. I don't need to eat the donut because less is more. I don't need the donut for a ton of different reasons. Number one, somebody else could have that donut. Number two, it costs material to make that donut. And if I don't have that donut, there's a better environmental impact because less of everything is more um, when it comes to planet Earth and recycling and other people's livelihood. And so when whether you made that choice to eat that donut right then or not, the next time, you probably didn't even think about the fact that you won't eat the donut. But it's because you're keeping this phrase conscious. Less is more. So we're going to do two things. You're going to do three things. You're going to forget that New Year's resolutions meant anything because they fucking don't. I, don't even, I would love to see, see the actual, I'm sure there's not hard data, but I would love to see hard data on like um, um, real achievable goals. Like, hey, this person wanted to make 50,000 more this year by the end of the year. This person wanted to be 30 pounds, 50 pounds less by the end of the year. I, I would imagine one, two, maybe 3% of people actually do it. And 
I don't think it has anything to do with it being January 1 or the fact that it was New Year's or like, you know what? It's 2022, so I can't go back on my word. No, I really think that you will be ready for change when you're ready for change. People make life-changing moves, not because they want to. And that drives another thing. You will run away from something quicker than you'll run towards. You'll run away from something you don't want faster than you'll run towards something you want. So most of you who want to lose 30 pounds, the ones who lose 30 pounds, it's not the fact that they wanted to be 30 pounds lighter. It was that they couldn't stand being where they were. That's the real winners. And you're not ready to change. You're ready to change two things. You're ready to start thinking less is more. And you're ready to start thinking about what you're constantly thinking about. You got to write it down in your notes. You got to write it down in your journal. I don't care. You and I are fixing this world by fixing our fucking mental next year. And I'm going to get probably another podcast out. So maybe we'll reiterate all this stuff by then. I don't know. Less is more. Start thinking about what you're thinking about. Go crush that day. See y'all next week. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.